Help me out here. Have you recently fallen into a big pool of water and it got your normal person clothes all wet and because of that you almost drowned in that pool of water? I totally understand. I've been there. It's a very normal thing to do. Honestly though, there's got to be a way to make a change in life and, and live a better life. Today's your lucky day. Try Yubi's water pants. Swim trunks, actually. You don't even need your old wet clothes anymore. You can do workouts. You can get, do cannonball. Big splash. You can slap your butt in the pool and not be weighted down. <laughs> you can just shake your little booty around and you can slide down poles, but it still might hurt your crotch a little bit. Thank you so much, Yubi, for sponsoring this vid. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to this podcast, the Help Me Out Here podcast. We are on episode, what are we on? Is it 31? Honestly, I'm sorry because last week I did not upload a podcast. For the first time in 30, 30 weeks, I went 30 weeks in a row. Every single Wednesday, I made a podcast. I uploaded a podcast every single Wednesday. Even through touring and traveling, I didn't miss one until last week. So from the bottom of my heart, I'm sorry. You probably don't care. A lot of people probably don't even notice. Um, but I just felt really bad because, first of all, I love doing this. I love making content. I love this podcast, like just being able to get my thoughts out there and, and have conversations with really cool, creative, fun people. Um, and also some of you are paying me to do this. Um, if, if you're a patron, you come to expect it and you're, you're supposed to get episodes a week early. So this week I am going to be cranking out podcasts. I have a, a guest or two lined up, um, and I'll do some solo podcasts as well. Um, so I can catch up and get you guys your content a week early. So I apologize if anybody was frustrated about that. I made a post on my Patreon and everything. So hopefully <laughs> you probably don't care. I don't know. <laughs> I care. I just want you to know I care. Okay. Also, I believe I played an ad at the beginning of this podcast, a goofy video um, for these swim trunks, which are soaking wet from the video that I probably put at the beginning of this. I don't know because I haven't edited it yet. Edited it yet. Um, yeah. So this company called Ubi or Ubi. How do you spell? E-U-B-I. E they sent me these really cool swim trunks and they're cool and you can swim in them. And they asked me to make some content for them just to share their brand. And I, I really don't want to endorse brands that I don't care about. Like I don't want to make stupid ads for things that I wouldn't use. But I actually really needed a pair of swim trunks. And before even responding to them, I looked through all of their stuff, checked their reviews, and their trunks are freaking cool. They're actually comfy and that you can tie them really tight so your crotch doesn't spill out um, in public because nobody wants that. Uh, I want my crotch contained in, into my shorts. So, dudes, go check out these swim trunks. Get stoked about it. Um, I have no idea how much they cost but I'll try to remember to leave a link somewhere. If I don't, just go to Ubi. E-U-B-I. Check them out. So yeah, thanks, Ubi, for sending me some shorties. Um, dude, also, I'm wearing this Everbloom shirt. So my friend's band, 
They're called Everbloom. They gave me this shirt. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to wear this in the podcast. Shout my boys out. They're a really cool band. Um, look them up on Spotify or Apple Music uh, or something, you know? I don't know. I guess I'll just start this podcast out with a bunch of plugs. Plug your ears with good stuff. Yeah, dude. So it's been, it's been uh, crazy. I, I got home from traveling for a few weeks. Um, I've only been home for about two full days now, but I have been so excited to get back into the swing of content um, just because I love it, man. I love it so much. So I'll be uploading a lot of YouTube stuff coming up. Yeah, it's only been like five or six days since I've uploaded, but I just get so <laughs> antsy about it. And it's really difficult. It's freaking hard to make content while I'm on tour in the summer. I'm a big baby about the heat. I don't care. You know what? Summer sucks. I'm just going to say it. I just got to say it. Actually, no, I lied. Summer doesn't suck everywhere. Summer sucks in the South and a lot of the Midwest because it's so swampy, dude. You get so sweaty and greasy all over your body, all of your orifices. You can shower and go outside immediately. You're excreting disgusting liquids from all over your body. And I just realized my door is broken. My bottom hinge is disconnected. Frick. But yeah, summer is, I don't know, it's kind of poopy. And so it was really hard to, to make content, but I, I did my best. I still stayed on my schedule except for that one podcast. Um, but I'm just stoked to be home, man. It was, it was a good tour. It was, so we were out for about two weeks with a band called Convictions. And um, mostly the reason we went on that tour was for the festivals in the beginning, middle, and end. Festivals um, pay bands more, and they're really fun to do. You can sell a lot of merch and meet a lot of people. It was just a really cool time. Um, we got to hang out with this band called Deathbreaker at every single festival. Deathbreaker and Comrades were at all the festivals we played. And those are just like some of the freaking homies. And it was just really fun just being at these uh, Christian music festivals <laughs> And having really cool, real people to talk to. The Deathbreaker dudes are awesome. And their music's really cool and heavy. So if you like heavy music, check out Deathbreaker too. They're, they're really cool guys. Um, and they, they, they got a new drummer, actually. And I just I connected with him super well. And we were hanging out and goofing the whole time. It was a blast. So shout out to those boys. Very good gentlemen. But these festivals are so funny because it's just a lot of really cheesy Christian stuff and I'm not the biggest fan of that but it's it's fun to be around just simply for the goofs and the laughs um like some people I think in our scene get kind of mad at that because it's like it's kind of over the top cheesiness but I try to just look at it for what it is like people are trying to be good people and so like like for instance like people come up to us all the time and ask to pray over us and I don't really want that but it's just funny like it's and it's they're trying to be kind you know so I, I don't push them away I don't say no get away from me like it's just kind of funny though because I want I wonder if part of the reason we <laughs> get prayed over so much is because we like wear black clothes and have tattoos it's like I don't see these people going and praying for all these other people that are wearing colorful things or something I don't know maybe I'm just being stupid but either way it was fun. I had a great time. We got to play with Phineas at Life Fest in Wisconsin. And that was an absolute freaking blast. Those guys are so cool. Like, just good dudes. Obviously amazing musicians and songwriters. But just as people, 
we just, I don't know, has great conversations with those guys just about life. It's nice to talk about things other than music and creative stuff, like just life stuff, hearing how they're doing. Um, their vocalist, Sean, lost a bunch of weight, looks amazing. It's just cool to see them being happy and having fun playing. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's cool. It's cool to be friends with those people that I used to listen to in high school. And uh, during... During their set, during their last song, Bryce, their bassist, looked at me like there's like a couple hundred people for sure out there. And he looks at me a while on stage he's like, you're playing the end of this song. And I didn't even know. I didn't even know how to play it. And I'm not a bass player. But he comes over to me like right before the last breakdown and he goes, open three, five, referring to the frets I need to play. And so I just tried to remember the breakdown rhythm because I know their music. And I was just playing bass for the end of their song. But it was really fun. It was a good time. I posted about that on my Instagram. But uh, yeah, if you want to see like my daily like dumb activities, like just quick stupid stuff in between my YouTube content, follow me on Instagram just for, I don't know. I just post a lot of really stupid stuff on my story. It's a blast. I don't like to take social media seriously. I like to just goof on it, you know? Life's life's not that serious. Um, But yeah, the tour was good. Some shows were kind of stinky, but uh, most of them were good, and it was it was a good time overall. I enjoyed it. Uh, and part of the struggle of uploading that podcast last week, I mean, even doing the po- like I didn't even do it, obviously, but um, part of the reason was so as soon as we finished that festival with Phineas in Wisconsin, we drove nine hours overnight back to Jeremy's house in South Dakota. And then I had to drive two hours to Nebraska to see my family because I got a new car, finally. And if you've been following me for a while on YouTube, you know that's a big deal. And then the very that same night, we drove to Kansas City, slept, and then woke up and drove all the way back to Nashville. It was like 20-some hours of driving with very few breaks. And then after I got home to Nashville, I drove to Atlanta four hours, shot a film for two days straight, like 12-hour shoot days. And then came home. So I've been home for about two days after that right now. And it's uh, it's very good to be home. But all of it was enjoyable, honestly. So back to the car thing a little bit. So <laughs> about six or so, probably eight months ago now, um, this... Okay, so I wrecked a car last year. Probably about a year ago. I don't remember. I wrecked a car. It was my fault. I was on my phone. I made a video about it. I will never watch that video again because I'm so mad at myself about it. But... Um, if you want that story, you can find it. Um, I got a crappy car for free after that. It was a little Ford Escort. I named him Clark. He was the silver bullet that I drove. I got him in Denver from a friend for free. Drove him back to Nashville. He lasted me six months. It was my favorite car I've ever had. The worst car I've ever had, but my favorite. He just had so much character. Loved him. He exploded on the interstate. His engine and transmission kind of crumpled and died all of a sudden while I was in Atlanta with Jaron Myers filming some stuff. And <laughs> and then I bought my sister's old car from her because she got a new car. And that immediately, like after two weeks, the transmission started slipping. I was like, oh gosh. So I like tried to put new transmission fluid in and everything. And now it only works in second and third gear. So if you put it in reverse, it's like... <laughs> And then you back up and you have to put it in seconds and then you drive forward a little bit and then you're driving and obviously got to shift. Otherwise you'll blow your engine. So I'm driving second gears like 
then you click it into third, you click it, and then it goes, and then it shifts into third. And then third's as high as it will go. You can try to shift it into overdrive, into fourth gear, uh, but nothing happens. So that car is sitting out in my parking lot at my apartment complex, and uh, I fear that it will never see the light of day. I'm going to try to sell it, um, but... So basically, I was like, I am so tired of driving shitty cars. It sucks. Um, I might as well bite the bullet, take a loan, get a nice car, and do Uber on the side. Because I've been talking about for the longest time, like, slowing down with client stuff and doing, like, ride sharing or something to make money so I can just do YouTube because it's the thing I care about the most. And so, yeah, I got a car. Um, I got a 2013 Chevy Impala LTZ. I got a great deal on it, um, from this dealer in Nebraska. My, my, see, my dad knows everybody, so he's able to get good deals. So he bought it and then I'm just paying him back with the loan that I took out. Um, so it worked out really well. I have a new car, super reliable. And at the same time of getting this new car, I've also started to get a lot of gigs in Atlanta for film projects. And it's really cool because most of these are just like shooting, like operating camera. Um, like I shot that short film this past weekend and it was, dude, it was so much fun. I think I'm realizing that just operating a camera is like one of my favorite things to do. I like editing too, but I mostly like editing for my YouTube stuff because I when I'm making it, it's, I'm the one who has creative control and I don't have to like go to somebody else for approval. Like a lot of clients are really cool to work with. Like almost every single band I've worked with has been a breeze because like they are creative people as well. And they respect my creativity and, and my vision for their project too. So that's easy, but like corporate stuff, it's kind of, kind of stinky sometimes. Cause it's like, you got to jump through all these hoops and then by the end of it, it's like, I just want it done. I don't even want to like, it's so hard to keep being creative when it's like, oh, they're probably going to shut this idea down. They might shut this idea down. I don't know. I'm, I'm probably overly negative about the whole corporate shindig, but yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, I keep burping. Sorry. I like LaCroix, but it makes me burp. But yeah, like the corporate stuff is all right, but it kind of sucks my creativity away from me and then makes it even more difficult to just be totally raw and creative and fun for my YouTube channel. And this is the most important thing to me. So I'm trying to figure out the balance, you know, I've been talking about this for months on end. It's like why I started this podcast was <laughs> just to kind of document, uh, life and where I'm going and stuff. And yeah, we're figuring it out over time, but I do know that I absolutely love filming things like operating camera for 12 hours on that short film. It was like my least favorite conditions. It was like harsh light, super hot, super humid in, in Atlanta, Georgia. And I didn't care. I was so pumped to be there. The actors were fun to work with. Like there was a lot of struggles. There was a lot of frustrating moments on set, like waiting for makeup. And then the, the makeup bus, like it was a legit production. There's 20 people there. And they had, there was a makeup bus and everything. The AC went out, so it took even longer to get the actors prepared for scenes. But overall, like, it was just so much fun. Like, I don't know, just holding, like, that red camera on the easy rig and being in the car with the actors, like, shaking because I'm trying to hold this 40-pound camera on these little twig arms. But, dude, it was fun. So the production, it was, so Kevin Johnson was the one who hired me. He's a patron. He's my homeboy. Um, I've looked up to his work for a long time. Um, 
So working with him is a blast. It's always fun. And like through him, I've met these other dudes in Atlanta and it was pretty much like the homeboy group working on this short film. And it was just so fun. Cause even when something shitty happens or something wrong, something goes wrong. It's like, you can have a laugh about it with these dudes that you trust that are super talented and fun to be around. And that like, I don't know. I feel like in every job situation I've had from my very first job of making smoothies, um, through shooting films, like short films now and doing that kind of stuff, the people you work with, I feel like defines a lot of your enjoyment. I don't know. Cause like you can work a crappy job, but if you have somebody that you can goof around with and laugh with about like just the monotony or the, the, the dumbness of a, of a task that can make the overall experience so much better. You know, like if you're, I don't know, if you're making smoothies and you drop a banana and you just look over your partner and you're like, dude, I did it again. And they giggle at you. It's like, that can make the, the banana drop much better. I've dropped a banana or two in my life. Um, actually, <laughs> actually last night, uh, me and Lauren went to Spider-Man Far From Home last night. This is my second time seeing it. And I freaking loved it. Spider-Man is my favorite superhero. First movie I ever went to was Spider-Man 1 with Tobey Maguire. I still love that trilogy of movies. I know people goof on the third one. It is goofy, but I love those movies. So anytime I get to go to a Spider-Man movie, it's a, it's a treat. It's a special moment. I feel God in that Chili's when I, when I do that. And after the movie, Lauren and I wanted to get some food. So we went to Kroger and she wanted some sushi rolls and spicy sauce. So we, we picked some spicy sauce up. We're walking around in Kroger and she drops the spicy sauce and it explodes on the floor. And I'm like, oh gosh, come on. She drops everything. She drops stuff a lot. She dropped her phone twice yesterday. And then the sauce, I'm like, okay, seriously. Like I was actually a little frustrated. I was like, come on, we got to get home and eat. So I'm like, okay, I'll go get you another sauce. So I go grab her another sauce, walking over to the register, looking for her. I dropped that sauce <laughs> and it explodes on the floor. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. And I just had to laugh about it because it was like, I was frustrated, and then I had an even bigger explosion of spicy sauce. I'm an idiot, but life's okay. And I was just running. I cleaned it up, and then I was just running back to get more sauce and just thinking, are we in a simulation of sauce, spillage? Are there sauce gods watching me right now, giggling because they made me drop the sauce? Or am I just an idiot dropping sauce? I think I'm an idiot and I dropped the sauce. But you know what? We got to have a laugh about it. Got to see some Spodermans and it was a good, good time. I love that girl. I love that movie. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen Spider-Man, geez, Louise are missing out. It's so good. But I'm also kind of a superhero nerd, so I enjoy all that stuff. But yeah, dude. Life's pretty good. I've been, I mean, I've been collecting all the spider, all the Marvel movies, and I've been collecting a lot of books. So on this last tour, I started to read a lot more. I want to start reading more because when I'm, when I have downtime and I just look at my phone, it just like kills my creativity if I look at my phone for too long. I like Instagram. I like YouTube, all that kind of stuff. But spending a lot of time on it just numbs me out. And um, I don't know. I feel like, 
I want things so instantly now. Like I want instant gratification because that's like I can get on my phone and have instant content. I can get on YouTube and like find a video instantly or Netflix. I can binge. I feel like feel like reading kind of slows me down and like connects my brain. It makes me feel good and makes me like gives me better vocabulary VVVs and stuff. And uh, so, yeah, I wanted to share a couple books with you guys that I that I've read and a couple that I'm going to read. Um, cause reading's cool and I want to talk more about reading cause I want to read more. Um, so a book that I finished on this tour is called Love Does by Bob Goff. It would be my dream to have that dude on this podcast. And he has, he has a podcast, I believe. I haven't listened to it yet, but I think it's called Dream Big with Bob Goff. Um, a lot of people have read Love Does. I'm pretty late to that train, but it was so inspiring because, oh, dude, it's just not a typical like Christian boring cheesy book it's this dude who kind of goofs on some ideas of christianity but has such a real and raw life experience that he he just shares stories about um taking action and loving your friends like not just talking but he tells stories of things he's done things other people have done for him just to show love in his life and he just has such a free like spirited way of talking about life that just like, it takes pressure off of me while I read it. It's like, oh man, I don't have to be so dang serious about everything and I can still be a good person to myself and to other people. Um, So I feel like that book made me a better person and it's something that you can revisit periodically because of how it's segmented into little stories. So it's such an easy read. It's very simple, but very impactful. So I highly recommend checking out Love Does. And then he has another book that I'm about to read called Everybody Always. This one, I'm excited to read this one. I don't know what it's about. In this entertaining and inspiring follow-up to the New York Times best-selling phenomenon, Love Does, Bob Goff takes readers on a journey into a secret of living without fear, constraint, or worry. That sounds good. So that's what's next. Actually, no, I'm not reading that next. Right now, I'm reading a nerdy book. I'm get, So my plan is to go uh, like serious book or like a life book or something. And then a nerdy book, life book, nerdy book, something like that. I don't even know what you call these. Like, I don't want to call it self-help or self. I mean, maybe self-improvement. I don't know. Just like a, a real book and then a fiction book. So the fiction I'm reading right now, since I just finished love does is this book. It's called halo cryptum. Um, I'm a really big halo fan. I love the halo games. It's pretty much the only video games I play. Um, it was the first game I ever played. It was Halo 1 on the original Xbox. And there's so many books that like are super nerdy. I'm not going to talk too much about this because I'm sure a lot of you don't care. Um, and if you do, hit me up and we can nerd out together. But yeah, so I started Halo Cryptum. It's the first of a trilogy. And basically it's just like super nerdy lore, way beyond the, the games. Um, it's, it's all tied together with the game universe, but... It just gives you so much context and it's fun. I like to read that stuff. I like to explore my imagination. I'm a very imaginative, nerdy kid. I'm super nerdy, actually. Um, so it's it's fun to explore that part of my mind. So I plan on, after I read Halo Cryptum, to start this book called Blue Like Jazz. Um, it's by Donald Miller. And the the cover just says, Non-Religious Thoughts on Christian Spirituality. And I mean, if you listen to my last podcast, the one with Brady, our um, Earthgrown's drummer, 
we just kind of talked about where we're at with our beliefs and stuff and how I have just so many questions and I've just been unraveling um, my faith and my beliefs from that I was given upon being birthed into Christianity 25 years ago. So yeah, I'm excited to read that. Um, and just, I don't know, this season of life is cool cause I'm just figuring out what I think and changing a lot of my thoughts and, and finding a lot of thoughts for myself. And that's very enjoyable just to, it's hard because sometimes I just feel really distant and it's like distant from who I was when I was young. Um, cause like in college and stuff, like I just thought I knew everything. Like I thought I had everything figured out. Like, oh yeah, I have an answer for everything. I have a Christian answer for every problem, every situation. And now it's like I have zero answers, but I'm more comfortable with that. I'm not comfortable really, but like I'm okay with knowing less. And it's like the more I learn, the less I know. And I, I think that's kind of a cliche statement, but it's how I feel. Like the more that I'm learning the more I realize I don't know very much. And I like that. I like to feel, I like to feel that mystery and like feeling small. Um, it's enjoyable. So I'm just super pumped to dive more into myself. Um, just through these, these books where people share their opinions. It's, it's kind of like a, a podcast on the page. It's a page cast. The digital age is beautiful, but dang it. We just need to smell some paper sometimes. And I don't really want to listen to audiobooks because I, I feel like reading makes me sit down and focus instead of just like, oh, I'll just put a book on while I'm driving because then I kind of ignore the driving. It's like I want to just practice mindfulness more. So the reason I'm reading uh, Blue Like Jazz is because of this previous book that Lauren gave me by the same author, Donald, Donald Miller, called Scary Close. This book is awesome. It's about like... Um, just like closeness in relationships and the importance, the importance of closeness in relationships and openness, honesty, intimacy. Uh, and yeah, and, um, yeah, that was a really, really good book. I need to read it again at some point cause it's already been like two years since I've read it. But the foreword in this book is by Bob Goff who wrote everybody always and love does. And, and, um, yeah, so I feel like these two authors are kind of like interconnected. It seems like they're friends and just like doing guest vocals in each other's books. Pretty sick. Yeah, so those are the books I'm currently stoked about. So let me know what kind of books you guys like because I want to I wanna get more in, into bookage because I, I bought this bookshelf. I got it at Target for 25 bucks on sale, baby. So I'm trying to collect some books. I'm collecting movies and books. Good media. Yeah, I'm trying to think... What else? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Frick. Yeah, I had a plan. I had a plan and I kind of ruined it. Okay. Frickin' Buford. All right. So I made a video. This is like, we're, we're just switching lanes here, okay? We're frickin' pulling a U-ball on the interstate, going to going somewhere else. So I had this plan. So I made that video a while back about center fitness. I did my center fitness one month challenge where I worked out with center and ate their meals for a month straight. It was awesome. Um, so I made a video announcing that challenge and it actually got a couple thousand views. Of course, videos that I'm, I'm an idiot. Um, and a lot of people were like, okay, what do you give us the month update? Like how to go? Are, are you ripped? Are you so strong now? And I haven't made an update and I kept saying I'm going to make an update, but I've just made a lot of challenges, uh, from 
no, I've made a lot of changes. Sorry, I'm an idiot right now. I made a lot of changes um, to my YouTube channel and my content and everything because I feel like I've kind of found my groove finally after like two or three years of doing this. So yeah, basically, I mean, you can probably tell like the things that I'm going to focus on making are comedic stuff, like more skits and commentary style videos where I find like a weird piece of content and talk about it. Um, and the podcast, which I think is kind of a blend of that, but long form. Um, so yeah, the, the podcast is, is cool. So I want to do, yeah, like skit style, commentary style on the podcast. I don't, and, and also the vlogs. So I am going to keep doing vlogs, especially when, when I travel, that's like when I'll do most vlogs, like when I'm actually doing something, not just sitting around and I'm just going to implement more of my personality into that. And I feel like I'm finding that groove. So sorry about those burps. It's the LaCroix. I'm finding my groove with the vlogs though, like making them just more goofy and like not caring about if they're cool or artsy as much. Like I still want it to look good and sound good and everything. Cause I really like just visual and audio, audio quality. I love all that stuff, but also I like really weird editing and like, almost like little stupid skits within the vlogs um, that I don't know, just the, the vlogs I made on this past tour. I'm super pumped about. I'm very stoked about them. They're more goofy. They're more me and I love it. So all that to say, that's why I kind of am not doing like, I don't want to do like health, like life health videos. Like I don't want to do like I journaled for six years and this is what I've found. Like, I don't want to do that kind of stuff because for a while I considered making my channel more about like physical and mental health and I just don't think that I would enjoy that in the long run. I enjoy those things, but I think I'm just going to keep those things more personal um, and I can talk about those things with people on the podcast for sure. I'm, I'm cool with talking about anything on the podcast from really silly to really serious. I love it all, um, but I want my content for YouTube, like specifically my YouTube videos to be more fun and like funny, I guess. I don't want to, I don't know. That's, that's the plan. So that's why I didn't make that follow up to center fitness. So I will just do that here. Maybe I'll just clip this out and make a video about it or no, I'll just, maybe I'll put center fitness in the title. <laughs> and then if people actually care, they can just, uh, maybe I'll timestamp it. There we go. Yeah. Whatever. We'll see. Anyway. So I did, I've been doing center fitness really consistently for the last two and a half months, maybe three months now. Um, so I did that initial first month where I, I worked out every single day and ate their meals every single day, no alcohol, no sugar. Um, and it was great. I got, I definitely like got in better shape. Like I could do the workouts significantly better at the end of the 30 days. I didn't really change physically. I don't think, um, I should have done like progress photos or something, but I definitely felt way more in shape and it translated to stage really well. Like on this last tour, my, just like my energy levels on stage felt great. Like afterwards I wasn't exhausted. Like sometimes at the end of a set, like my hands are, it's hard to move my hands cause I'm moving my body so much and playing guitar. Um, but I felt great on this tour and, um, my body and energy overall feel so much better cause I've been eating really clean. Um, and right now I'm actually starting this thing where I'm going to, I'm going to do more, uh, lifting now. Like I'm still going to do some hit training and some hurt H I I R T training. Those like high intensity interval trainings that like, um, burn a lot of calories and, and, um, make you sweat a ton. Like 
that's what a lot of center is, but they also have a lot of lifting um, workouts. And I'm going to focus more on that because I want to want to get freaking huge, dude. No, I don't want to be huge. I just want to gain a little bit of muscles. Um, but yeah, if you actually care about my opinion on center fitness, cool. Um, it's it's been awesome. I think it's really good. It's it's affordable. It's like a hundred bucks for a whole year. Um, and you can you get all these awesome recipes, all these workouts, and it kind of just sets it up for you. Like you just follow along the workouts with images or picture or uh, videos. Um, and if you do, I like to do the images cause I can play my own music and just like, it gives you a timer for like your workouts and everything. So like even like resting in between lifts, it counts you down and then gives you the beep, 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 beep. Um, which is just really convenient for working out. I, I feel like I have to have a guide. I, I can't just. Like sometimes I'll cut corners if I go in by myself with no plan. It's like I'll like have one workout left and I'll just be like, eh, I'm gonna go home. But with this, it's easier because like at the at the very if you end, if you like exit the workout before it's done, it's like, don't give up. Why are you why are you why couldn't you finish your workout? I was like, frick, I gotta impress this app. I gotta make the app happy. That's the goal. Um so it just helps. I think just having some sort of guide. Um, and with me, like I work out alone most of the time. I don't really have a workout buddy. I go with Caden sometimes, but we usually do different workouts. So just having like a mental guide and listening to the music and stuff, like it just makes it more fun, I think. Um, and having all their recipes. I feel like that's the kicker is like, it teaches you how to make these awesome meals. Um, and I've kind of found like through doing the center meals, I've found different meals and things that work for my body that make me feel awesome. And, um, I've just kind of stuck with those. I, I'm a pretty basic eater. So I'm basically just eating chicken um, and vegetables at this point. Uh, but yeah, check it out. I think it's really worth it. Um, I feel like I've gotten stronger and, uh, I'm already extremely fast, but I've probably gotten a little faster for sure. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I guess that's all I have to say about center. Obviously, I'm not jacked or or ripped or anything, but I feel good, and I think uh, I think oh, it's just like a a long term commitment thing. Like with working out, you just have to stay really consistent in the gym, and you have to eat super clean. Um, and for a lot of years, I just ate, dude. Oh my gosh, I lived in Kansas for three years, and I kid you not, for every single meal, I ate sandwiches, like bread. And I feel like that's why I have this little bit of tuberoni on the, on my edges. Um, I'm trying to, I just like, I want to just, want to have abs and I don't want lovey handle, love handles. I don't want those. So I think it's just one of those things where you got to put in a lot of time, a lot of efforts. Um, so that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm in it for the long haul. Maybe it's something I can continue to talk about on the podcast as time goes on instead of just making videos about it because... I don't want to be a fitness person. I want to make fun of that stuff. So <laughs> like all the Instagram fitness people, <laughs> there's so many Instagram fitness accounts for people like <laughs> people that are personal trainers, quote unquote, but they're like not even fit looking. I don't know. That's weird to me. I don't want to be one of those guys. I don't want to be one of those guys with the lovey handles teaching people how to be strong or ripped or whatever. I'm trying. Okay, cool. That's, that's my center update. It's worth it. It's cool. Check it out. You'll be as ripped as me for sure. When you start. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else in life that I need to update you on? I, I'm trying to think. Um, 
yeah, I'm just going to be, yeah, I feel like it's going to, I'm trying to get to 10,000 subscribers. That's like the milestone I've had in my head for a year. Just, apparently that's the hardest to reach is the first 10,000 and we're getting close. It's, it's funny cause I'll upload, like, I feel like now that I'm finding my groove, I'll upload a video that's really goofy and, and I'll lose a bunch of subscribers because I feel like it's people who just watched my camera videos or camera gear videos and they're like, oh, what is this crap? <laughs> they probably see it on their sub feed and they're like, I have no idea what this is. So like there'll be days where I'll lose a bunch of subscribers, but then I'll gain all those numbers back and I'm like, oh, I hope these are new people that are seeing the new content and enjoying it. Because um, I don't want just, like I want organic growth. I want the people that watch the videos to actually enjoy them. Like, I don't know. I don't want just, just people to sub because of a sub like I'd rather have an organic following that cares about the silly stuff that I make so if you like silly stuff and real cool conversations um give it a follow um yeah sub subscribes um yeah and if you if you love me consider becoming a patron it's like you can do it for three bucks a month it's really cheap and it helps me out a lot so basically right now um, my Patreon, my patrons are saving my butt because, uh, because of the Patreon, I'm going to be able to pay for this car every month and, and do Uber on the side. So I just really appreciate everybody who's already become a patron. I think we have like 40 people who are patrons and it's awesome. So it'll, you guys are going to be actually covering my car payment, which is really cool. So I can have a car and, and drive around. And I thought it'd be really cool. I kind of had this idea in the back of my head to, try to get in like implement the patrons into my podcast somehow. Like it'd be really cool to just go to a patron's house or something like I, it'd be sweet to travel out to a patron and like make a podcast with a patron every once in a while. Like it couldn't be like a once a month thing. Cause that'd be too much traveling, but like, just like whenever it works, like it'd be sweet to take a trip, like, I'm trying to set it up where the Patreon money just stays in Patreon and just like accumulates so that like eventually I can just use that, um, I don't know, just for good things. Like just to go out and visit a patron and make a podcast in a, in a skit with them or something and just like have it. I want this to be community based, not just, Hey, give me your money so I can do what I want. Like, yeah, I want to make the videos I want to make, but I want it. It's not that fun if I'm not connecting with you guys, you know? Um, so let me know what you think about any ideas like that. It'd be I just want to implement you guys. I want it to be a community thing. So, yeet, brothers and sisters, yeet. That's all I'm trying to say. When in doubt, yeet it out. That's it. I think that's it. Yeah, we're going to have some cool guests on soon, hopefully, trying to, trying to get more cool Nashville creative people to have good conversations with. Um, I'm trying to get one of the boys from the band Secrets. He actually texted me. So hopefully that'll be our next episode. We'll see. Oh, I think it's going to work. He texted me. Um, all right. I love you all so much. Check out my Patreon. Check out those swim trunks. If you need swim trunks, they're cool. UB, E-U-B-I. Uh, let me know what books you like. And thank you so much for all the support. I appreciate you guys so much, honestly. So love you all. Goodbye. Thank you so much for watching this video. If you like my stuff, consider subscribing to my channel. It would mean a whole lot to me. 
If you'd like your name on all of my work, access to episodes of my podcast early, or bonus episodes of my vlog, head over to patreon.com slash Zachariah Mayfield. You can support me for as little as $3 a month. That's a pretty freaking good deal. Thank you.